0: Hi everyone, it's Ruth. What you're about to hear is the speech I gave at the Chicago Yoga for Recovery fundraiser at the Victoria Garden Theater on Saturday night. The noises that you're going to hear in the background are actual bartenders and people having snacks and chatting. The event itself was a fundraiser for Yoga for Recovery, which is the organization that I teach for when I go into Cook County Jail. And the evening itself was a reception beforehand. And then we watched the play Tiny Beautiful Things, which was a play adaptation of the book by Cheryl Strayed. It was a fabulous evening full of really beautiful moments. And I hope you enjoy it. They're a worthwhile cause and we really appreciate you supporting us and them. And of course, we appreciate Victory Gardens for helping us arrange tonight uh, as a very... Very nice partner with us in the fundraiser. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, we thought it might be nice for all of you to hear from a volunteer. So Ruth has volunteered. She's a volunteer. volunteer. <laughs> and she's going to share with you um, some of her experiences about um, actually teaching in the jail. So I'll turn it over to Ruth. Thank, Thank you. you again. Yay. Yay. Hi, everyone. I I just had an exciting drive-in, so I'm just going to take a moment and take a breath. Um, But I'm Ruth, and I've been teaching at the jail for about two years now. And I just was going to take you through um, a, a typical day at the jail. I'll take about five or six days, and I've put it into one. So just take a moment and imagine you're sitting in your car at the Cook County Jail parking lot. You're meditating. You're grounding yourself. You're taking some deep breaths, and then you walk into the jail past the fences with razor wire and into security that is a lot like an airport. You empty your pockets, the clear plastic bag that you're allowed to bring in with the paperback book of poetry, the plastic water bottle, and the box of Clorox wipes. You pass through the metal detector and spread your arms for the inevitable pat-down because you've set it off again. And now you're walking again through more fences with razor wire into the jail, for lack of a better word, reception area. And here you wait to be escorted, clear a plastic bag and all into the actual jail, past more security checks, contractor ID in hand, past metal doors that make a very firm metallic sound when they lock behind you. This all takes about 30 minutes. Then you arrive at the back of the room where there's a bit of a floor space for yoga, and you set down the mats. You need to make sure there's enough space in between them so people aren't too close together. And you make sure that they're not too far away from where you're going to be standing, because distance means distraction. You turn on the CD player with the one CD that every yoga class gets, and you wait. Your students arrive anywhere from 5 to 30 minutes later, a completely new class every time. There will be that very earnest woman who rushes in, shows you her yoga book, and wants to be in the front row. She'll pay very close attention, and she'll send subtle, impatient looks at the less serious woman at the back. Your job will be to let her feel valued and challenged. There will be that woman who will stand with her arms crossed, head to the side, and spend almost the entire class staring at you, deciding if she can trust you. Your job will be to provide an atmosphere where she will start to trust that you bring her something of value. Eventually, she will join in, but not always, and with continued scrutiny. Sorry, Paige. There will be several women who chat and talk back and generally give you a hard time, and they will be at the mats furthest away. Your job, will be to keep, your job will be to be in charge of the class in a respectful way that doesn't further take away their autonomy, but keeps them from monopolizing the intention of the class. They will annoy the crap out of the <laughs> earnest work of students. Your job is to balance the attention while providing a class that informs, empowers, and engages all of these women at whatever level they are currently at. There will be women who say they can't do any of this. And it is your job to show them what they can do. And then there will be that woman who, after you quote Viktor Frankl, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response, reaction versus reflection. And she will ask you about Frederick Nietzsche. And you will have to take a moment to re-examine the unconscious bias you have about the women you are teaching, and then engage in a conversation you never expected to have inside of a jail. A yoga class inside Cook County isn't generally a hashtag yoga every damn day, hashtag living my best life, hashtag crushing it. on social media worthy. In fact, a yoga class in the jail looks almost nothing like the images you see on social media. But it is, at least to me, much closer to what yoga actually is than a handstand on a beach at sunset. The word yoga means union, the union of breath and movement, of mind and body, of spirit and breath, And that's what we do in a class in the jail. We do a lot of grounding, a lot of connecting with your breath, and being fully present, even if it's just for a breath or two in your body, as it is right now. All this makes it sound like teaching in the jail is completely different from teaching outside of it. This is and isn't true. In all places, inside Cook County, with private clients, In studio classes, my main objective is the same, to teach people to be uncomfortable and to stay in that uncomfortable place. That space that we so happily like to escape from by whatever means possible, substance or behavioral. To stay in that space and to breathe in a way that lets our body know that we are safe, that we are present, and that we are breathing. There's a lot of psychological evidence as to why this is crucial, and I don't have time to get into it now. But by learning to experience discomfort in a different way is something that benefits everyone. We all get uncomfortable. We all don't like it one little bit. And this is true for my my private clients, my posh studio clients, and my students in the jail. We find it easier to think of ourselves as us, and the women inside Cook County Jail as them. To feel good about this charitable act that we are doing. And it is doing good, absolutely. I'm not arguing that. The point I'm making is about the commonality of experience. We all experience trauma and anger, sadness. We all feel shame and discomfort. And we would all really like not to experience those things. We find various ways of coping, sometimes healthy ways like meditation and yoga, and sometimes not so healthy. My job or way of being ser- of service is to help people examine and explore ways and to help people see what they don't already see in themselves. So, back to our class in the jail. We finish each class in Shavasana which is a pose that is generally done lying on your back with your eyes closed in silence. This is a very vulnerable position in a jail. Generally, I manage to get everybody on their back, some with their eyes closed. The silence, however, is near impossible. So I read them poetry. Remember that paperback book that I brought with the Clorox wipes? The poems I read outside the jail state in many different ways, basically the same thing is that you've got it better than you think. Pay attention. I don't feel comfortable reading that in the jail, so I read from a book of poetry. This one down here that I'll pick up if you'd like. (laughs) The last time I taught, I had taught the class a mudra, which is yoga with your hands. So basically, They were all lying on their back with their hands in mudra. I didn't give them this instruction. They just did it. And I read them a poem. And each one of them snapped their fingers in appreciation. And then they asked for another poem. And they snapped. And another poem. And they snapped again. And that, in all my years of teaching, I've taught over 2,000 yoga classes, and that, Personally and professionally was one of the most moving experiences of my life So thank you so much for coming here and helping to support that the work that we do in Cook County And if you want I could read you some poetry, but I know we're kind of running late And you know come to one of my classes. You can snap your fingers. It's all good But I'm Ruth and thank you so much for coming tonight And thank you for your patience with me rushing in at the last minute